What's up, everybody? Kind of just kind of going beyond having an introduction music that I usually play on here. Because <clears throat> I don't really see a need. And, uh, well, I just don't think there's a real need for it yet. But today we're talking about going deeper on things as we do on this channel, this precipice. Today we're talking about going deeper on understanding why the ego is an illusion, what this means, why. Um, something I'm still kind of working out and I will go kind of deeper into why that is and how that is and whatnot, like, and uh, whatnot, but uh, so, many people, many teachers, spiritual or whatever, always talk about how the ego is this thing that exists and it's doing these things to them and it's kind of having all these thoughts and whatever it is, right? Um, <clears throat> and the student of any of these things, it doesn't have to be spirituality, but any kind of things like this, well, then think and assume that the ego is some kind of real thing that they're pointing to. This is what's real, and this is causing you problems. But that's not really what's true. See, the truth is that the ego is an illusion. The ego is... Um, so... It's kind of complicated, but... What the ego is is a perception of things like awareness and thought that are kind of put together and assumed to be an individual right so what do i mean by this right so when you think a thought who's thinking that thought um Sure, most of you are going to probably point to like the brain or the body or whatever, but even if you, if, if, if I get you to the deepest level, eventually you're probably going to just give up and say, well, it's awareness. Awareness is what I am. I am aware. So that means I'm an individual. Um, and that means that I am the ego or whatever, right? And so what the ego is, is a misperception uh, of awareness so it's so basically what, what, is, what the ego is is a fusing together of awareness with thoughts and ideas and actions say i am these thoughts i am these actions i am these um things that i believe are true or false or whatever i am made stronger or weaker by them or whatever right <clears throat> but what's happening is that awareness that, uh, that, that the mind or the ego whatever you call it the thought activity because really that's what the ego is and we'll get into that more is noticing that it is aware 
and so it makes the it makes the mistake of thinking then if that's true then I'm aware then I am the individual that is aware I meaning the thoughts I meaning the the actions in particular the thought like the I thought like I am my name is David my I you know like this and I don't like that and I you know whatever it is right and I'm not saying that the these thoughts don't exist and that they may not may or may not mean something to you but with the eager or with the activity of thoughts and uh, perceived ego is really is a misperception of awareness being those thoughts rather than watching or noticing those thoughts um, so for instance, let's say you, you uh, wake up, you, you had a sleep, you had a nice sleep, you had maybe some dreams or whatever. And the first thought might be, wow, I had some nice dreams. I, the, I, I guess in this case, could be seen as awareness. Right? The awareness was aware of dreams, awareness was aware of waking up. Now I have to go get some coffee, now I have to wake up somehow. You know, like maybe I'm tired or whatever. Um, and so the ego, or the activity called the ego, the uh, idea called the ego, and it, and it is really an idea, and we'll get into why that is in a minute, is saying to you, giving you this implicit belief that says that it is awareness, um, awareness is the ego and that all of these things that are connected to the ego are real and they are necessary for whatever it is and I don't want to say that your ego is wrong or falsehood like a lot of people you know Buddhism wants to say that the self is a falsehood and that the ego is wrong and, and doesn't exist. Um, I don't know if I'll go that far because it doesn't really matter to this discussion right now um, for the most part. But what I will say is that the ego is an illusion. And an illusion isn't necessarily something that's false. It's something that's misperceived as something that it is not. Because really what the ego is are is thought activities. So, if you um, listen to spiritual teachers talk about the ego, the ego does this, the ego thought thinks this, the ego thinks that, the ego whatever it is. Um, the ego, what they're talking about are thoughts. Usually, they're not talking about like noticing things. They're not even really talking about actions, although that can apply, but more so if it's not really about the actions so much as it is the thoughts concerning the actions. Like, I am doing this, I need to do this, I need to do that, I need to do whatever it is. Um, and so I'm getting this not from myself, from my own understanding. So I don't, I don't, I don't, I'll do, though I do think this is a correct point. But actually getting this from other spiritual teachers when they say that the ego 
is this, and the ego does that, and the ego thinks all these thoughts and whatever it is. Um, and so I'm kind of like reverse analyzing, in a sense, what they're actually saying, because <clears throat> if you take the ego as real, you have to agree with it, you have to believe in it, you have to listen to it, right? If you understand that the ego is just activity of thoughts and perhaps even actions and the identification with those thoughts and actions, then you understand that those that can change and you can grow out of certain uh, identification with these certain things. Um, you know, unlike Buddhism, I don't really think in getting rid of the egos in the way necessarily. I think it's probably not even realistic for most people anyways, because most people live life and they have a lot of things to do, and that would take a lot of effort uh, to a certain extent to do that, if you can even do that at all, which I don't really think you can. But the ego, in, in basic general terms, is the identification of... So there's a couple of things that, that I will say the ego is, certain aspects of the ego. And this is why I say the ego is an illusion. The ego is activity, thoughts. Why do I say this? Because with people like Eckhart Tolle, they talk about how thought, thoughts is, uh, you know, you, people are overthinking, the ego does this, the ego thinks this, you know, whatever it is. The ego is identification with these thoughts or with other things like, you know, you might be identified with somebody that you love, or you might be identified with having something in your life, or whatever it is. Might be, there, there's all kinds of different identifications that you have. Um, and that's also from other teachers talking about how the ego identifies with all these things and whatnot, right? But I I say that these things are illusions because. Not that these things don't exist, but they're not. There's, there's no separate thing called an ego. There's no, like, individual thing, some kind of object of sorts called the ego. It's just a way of understanding these different aspects of the mind that in some ways works, in some ways it doesn't help at all, and it, it causes more problems than it solves by, by doing this, but... It's a way of understanding what's really happening. And so now we're going more into awareness. Why is the ego not awareness, right? Because, so... What is awareness, really, when you think about it? And this is where it gets kind of confusing, because... The mind will say, well, awareness is a thought, or awareness is a noticing of something, a, um, awareness is a realization, awareness is intelligence, or whatever it is, right? And, in some ways, it's true, but it's actually not quite what awareness is, because the problem is that awareness has been fused 
consciously or unconsciously with this idea called the ego. Because this idea has a very real power of sorts. Um, just because something is, is an illusion doesn't, doesn't mean that it isn't powerful or isn't real in a kind of misperception kind of reality. You know, you might have an illusion, for instance, that somebody, uh, I mean, there's so, so many different illusions that you can have where something seems a certain way that creates a certain state of mind, but then you look later and you go, oh, wait, that's, that's not what was actually happening here. Uh, and then that illusion changes for you. And so just because it's an illusion doesn't mean it doesn't have a powerful effect on your reality in certain ways. It's important to realize that because a lot of people, I think a lot of people can look at this word illusion and go, oh, that means it's not real. That, that means it doesn't affect me or whatever. That's not what it means. It just means that it isn't. Basically, the idea of an illusion is that it is a misperception of what is really happening. Uh, and so awareness, why I, I consider awareness to not to be the ego is because the ego changes constantly. The ego is frightened, the ego is annoyed, the ego is you know, sad, it's happy, it's peaceful, it's whatever it is. Awareness is, well, different. It doesn't have thoughts. It doesn't really even need thoughts to see what is happening. There are moments in meditation or other other activities where you can actually become aware without thinking. And it doesn't take away from awareness. It doesn't take away from what's happening in awareness. In some ways it adds, actually adds to awareness. Because with the thoughts that you're having in your mind, it, it causes a lot of uh, things that you miss. Because you're not aware of them properly and things like this um so the ego fuses these two things to get together thought activity and identification and awareness why does it do this because it sounds reasonable it sounds reasonable to say it to itself why oh, am i am aware i am conscious i am here right now i am talking to you you know, and so if I tell you that the awareness is not the ego for various reasons, and that the ego doesn't exist, and that really what the ego is is a combination of awareness, thoughts, uh, and actions perceived to be a single individual thing or a single thing. Um, You can say that it's one thing, that's fine. But the only reason why I don't really do this is because <clears throat> your mind will then kind of like use this against you in certain ways. Because then it will be like, I can't be happy if this, or I, I, I need this, or I need that. And if I don't have this, my life is over. And it gets into your because you've bought into its idea about what it really is, you will then listen to it and you will say, oh, no, this is horrible, or whatever. 
it's almost, almost like there's two of you, right? There's like the ego itself, which is kind of like a program that's running. And then there's the awareness itself. And I've talked about it before. I've called it the I and the me. The I is kind of like watching what is happening. Sometimes it's just doing things. Um, and then there's a me, right? Of course, there's different, like, levels of both of these, I think. I think the problem, too, is that you're... Your mind has so many different, like, conflicting ideas and beliefs and desires about itself and, and the world around it. And metaphysics and spirituality and anything really that uh, it's hard to really know what's actually the ego because none of it's the ego. That's all just thought activity that's happening, right? And so there's the I and the me. The me is just what is seen. The I is what is seeing. Um, but it's so easy to confuse these two because the me tries to identify with the I because it seems reasonable and it feels safer to do it that way and it feels and even feels right right it even feels like that might even be correct um but there are a couple of problems for doing this right because so logically speaking what happens when if uh if you're what if you are an ego right if you're a thought do thoughts come and go do they disappear yes do, do your beliefs and identities change over time yes does that mean that you're a separate ego every time that happens does that mean that you're one of your egos you go through like eight or nine egos in a lifetime i don't know if you want to say that because that doesn't sound right to say for various reasons. Because it doesn't necessarily feel like that in real, real life. But this would happen. Like 10 years ago, you're a completely different person. Especially if you're trying to learn and grow from everything. 10 years ago, you're a way different person from what you are now. Um, and 10 years from now, you're going to be a way different person than you are now. And so are those different people, different people, are they actually just different identities and different ideas and beliefs and emotions and transformations that happen within this activity of the, of the mind called the ego, right? <clears throat> and so awareness is fused with this thing called an ego because it it kind of feels very much like there's something there right it feels like when when awareness is aware it's like you you can actually feel some kind of intention going on there and you can feel things like this happen to where like you can feel yourself intending to pay attention to something um 
And so these very activities feel very seamless, but they're really not. Like, if you look at what's happening, it's really interesting. Because if you look at what's happening, the ego, it, uh, or this identity that calls itself the ego, is very, very much uh, ever-changing. Um, it's really interesting to me how much the mind can change over a very short amount of time, even sometimes. Um, but because awareness is fused with ego in this way, it feels very much like it's not just ego that's changed, but it's awareness that's changed. And that may very well be true. Um, but to confuse the map with the territory, in this case, the map being like the, the, the term and the idea ego with what's actually happening is, I, I think, a kind of a mistake because then you can kind of like lose yourself within these thoughts and these identifications because you're not aware of how they're controlling you and you're not aware of how they can take your power away. And what I mean by take your power away is like what most people live in this world where they are hurt by like the smallest things. Like if somebody says something to them, it hurts them and it, and it makes them feel badly because they took their power away. They gave their power to words and to concepts and to being correct and all these other things that it take that, that the ego takes um, your power away with. And that causes different problems and it causes you to be defensive and it causes you to have fear and it causes you to kind of be in a kind of survival mode. If it's not, if it's not physical survival, it's, it's a kind of a mental um, uh, survival or an idea survival. Like your beliefs have to survive your as they are right now. They can't change because you're very sense of self is invested in these ideas. Um, and I'm not saying that you should like forego all desires or anything like this. I don't really think that's helpful either for different reasons, but I think the answer is I kind of balance it between pure self in this way and pure selflessness. Where like selflessness in this case, like in, in the Buddhist kind of idea, like, oh, you should just forego all your desires and have no self. You know, I don't really think that that's realistic or practical for everybody. Because it's going to feel like the self is very real because awareness is here. You can become aware that you're existing right now and you're going, oh, this is what the self is, though. Um... And so I don't think it's realistic to, to try and get people to see and realize that the self isn't real. I don't really think that's going to help you. Because you're going to come across all kinds of resistances to yourself saying, No, the self is real, David. What are you talking about? The self is real. Now, I've made that mistake too, where like it's very easy to do this. where Because the mind sees a certain kind of philosophy or whatever. This is why Pyrrhonism is so important. I will be making a uh, episode going further into why that is. But the self 
The self in this case is um, awareness. If there is a self, if there is some kind of uh, form or individual or consciousness that is existing individually or universally, it is awareness. I think everybody agrees that they are probably aware. To what degree they are aware is a different story, but they are aware of things. They're aware of their thoughts. They're aware of their emotions. They're aware of other sensations of their body, if they're paying attention, if they're present. You know, things like this. But if you're not aware of these things as much, you're not actually as much of a self. You're controlled by your thoughts that are that are now controlling you in some way. Um, and so, I think it's about found, finding a balance between these two things. And like I said, I don't think it's really realistic to try and force people not to have a self or to force people not to have thoughts or have these egos, you know, whatever the ego is for you and what you think the ego is. Because that's going to cause you more resistance. It's going to cause you more um, suffering, ironically. Because you're going to try and get rid of it in some way or you're going to try and, like, do all these things. And honestly, I think it's unhelpful to become uh, too dogmatic about a certain philosophy as it is. And I think that's why Pyrrhonism is so important because it, it can help you become more open-minded and whatnot. So I want to make another episode about that today. I think, and I'm, of course, making a bunch of these and releasing them later on. Like I did before. So, anyways, I hope you enjoyed this one. And I'll talk to you next one.